0: Hi there. Welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast for newer business owners who are navigating the early years of entrepreneurship. I know how overwhelming those first few years in business can be, but you don't have to do it alone. I'll be bringing you the tips, resources, and encouragement you need to get organized in your business and finally make this your full-time job. We'll laugh We'll cry, but we'll be in it together the entire time. All right, friends, let's do this thing. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ask Abby podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today. Um, We are talking about something really, really important. This is a topic that comes up all the time with my one-on-one clients, with the women in the self-employed sisterhood, and quite honestly with anybody who I talk to who's new to business, who owns a business, who's just getting into business. And this is a topic that I just feel like we're all asking ourselves all the time. And it's How do I know if I'm focusing on the right things in my business? Like, how do I know if I'm putting my energy, my time, my productivity into the right things? And I think this is so common because, you know, we have this bigger goal. We have this long range goal of what we want, where we want our business to be, what we want our business to look like. We maybe have a financial goal or an amount of clients that we desire, right? We have this. this this far away future distant goal, but it seems really unattainable. And then we also simultaneously have this crazy long to-do list. We have all of these tasks, all of these little tiny things that need to happen in our day-to-day, in our business, in our calendar, in our schedules, on social media, on our websites, whatever. And we don't always know which of these tasks on my to-do list are actually going to get me where I want to go? Which of these tasks are actually going to get me a few steps closer to that goal, to that long-range goal that I have? What are What is going to move the needle? And we look at everybody else and we see what everybody else is doing in their businesses and we wonder, oh, how did they get there? How did they do it? You know, but we don't even ask them, and that—that's where so many, so often we go wrong. We don't ask them how they got there. We just look from afar, and we're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I see that they have, like, all this pretty branding. Okay, I see that they're doing a freebie ebook. Okay, I see that they're doing a discount for their customers. Okay, I see that they're doing an open house. Right? I- I'm going to do that too. And what we're not taking into account is that that person. Might have entirely different goals than you. That person might be entirely a different phase and stage of their life and in their business than you. And what you're looking to do really might not align with what they're looking to do. So we're trying to judge our needle moving activities off of someone else's definition of success, off of someone else's you know, business model that may or may not work for us. And I think in business, there's lots of noise. There's lots of noise about what is the most important, about what you should be focusing on, about what is the first thing to start with. Um, and that's gonna be really, really individual to you and your business, right? And there's only so individualized I can get into that in a podcast because you know I recently was talking to someone who is in a nursing field and wants to start her own business. And I was like, okay, so in that field, I think the priority for, for that is going to be making sure like your legal bases are covered, that you have the insurance you need, that you are covered in all the legal ways because there's so much risk that comes with that type of a career, right? Where someone like me, who's doing online coaching, it's not nearly, you're not, you're not nearly as, um, at risk for affecting people's health, you know, or like, like a doula, right? Who's going to be dealing with someone's baby, like, My job has a lot less risk attached to it. So what I really need to do for the priority for me is going to be going out and talking to people. It's going to be, um, like putting myself out there and speaking about what I do, but there's lots of noise out there about what's most important. And I think it can be really easy to get caught up in that noise instead of focusing on what is right for you and what is best for you. You know, there are people who are going to tell you branding is the most important thing without a solid brand identity and logo. You'll never make it. You know, other people are going to tell you social media all the way. It's only social media, but it's like, those might not be appropriate for you and for your business. And so you really have to figure out what makes sense for you. So I first off want to start by saying that you are not alone. We all feel this. We all struggle with feeling like we're not focusing our time, our energy on the right things. We all go through this. We've all struggled with this at some point or another, and it's a really, really common feeling to have in business. So don't beat yourself up. You are not alone. You are not the only one that feels lost, confused, overwhelmed, and doesn't know if you're focusing on the right things. We all go through this. And today I'm going to help you break down a little bit on um, how to figure out what is most important for you, how to figure out if you're focusing on the right things in your business. And the first step that you're going to take to do this is to get clear on your goals, right? If you don't know what your goals are, You're going to have no way to figure out what the steps to get, to take, to get there are because you need to be clear on what your goals are, not what the goals of that girl that you follow on Instagram are, not what the goals of all the girls in your networking group are, you know, paying attention to. You need to get clear on your goals, on what's important for you. So maybe your goal is to get more clients or customers, Maybe your goal is to make more money. Maybe your goal is to get out of your day job. Maybe your goal is to, I don't know. I don't know what your goal is, right? But you need to be really clear on your goals in order to know what tasks that you should be focusing on. And I'm going to give you an example here. So recently, one of the women in the self employed sisterhood, she is a um, Pilates instructor. She's been in business for quite a while, uh, over ten years, I would say, and she's got a thriving practice. She's great at what she does, and a big goal for her was to make more money. You know, quite honestly, she was she was capped for time. Her schedule is full. She cannot take any more clients. She's absolutely capped for time, but she still didn't feel like she was making enough money to stay afloat. Like she still felt like she was in this struggle and she couldn't really take on more clients because she didn't have the space for them on her schedule. She was already working really long hours, but she knew she needed to get something in her income, right? Her income had to, something had to change. She wasn't making it work. So we sat down, we're talking about it. We're in a one-on-one call together. And she's like, you know, I really feel like I should be on social media. I feel like I should be doing reels. Um, could you teach me how to do reels? Like I think that would be really great, blah, blah blah, but I'm not tech savvy. It would be really hard. I stopped her and I'm like, "What makes you feel like you need to be on social media more? What makes you feel that you need to be doing reels?" She kind of, you know, thought about it for a second and she said, "Well, you know, that's what everybody else is doing." And I just I feel like I I feel like I should be putting myself out there. I feel like it should be getting more customers. I sat with that for a second and I said, more customers, but you don't, you don't have space for more customers. She was like, yeah, I know. But like, I need to make more money. I'm not making enough money. It's like, okay. But what good is spending your time and energy bringing more customers in when you don't have customers, you don't have space for customers. You literally are turning people away when they call you because your schedule is full. She was like, oh, you're right. You're right, right? This was such a should. This was a, I should be focusing on this because that's what I'm seeing other people do. But that's not actually a needle moving activity for her. That's not the most important thing because that doesn't align with her goals. If she was putting herself out there and marketing and people call her, she'd just be like, uh, oh, sorry, I have nowhere to fit you. <laughs> so nothing I can do, right? That is a lot of time and energy wasted. There's a lot of time and energy wasted, okay? So what did we do? We sat down and we looked at ways that we could actually work towards her goal. Her, her goal was more income. And when we sat down and we looked at it, we realized that she had grandfathered in a lot of her clients who were paying way less than her existing clients for private sessions. We decided it was time to get their rates up to everybody else's rates. Everybody is paying the same rate here. I do not do grandfathering. I do not agree with it, right? We decided we were going to make up for that income by by boosting um, all of those older clients up to the same price that everybody else was paying, which she did, and they did willingly. And we also looked at her class schedule. She was teaching a lot of classes and she was getting inconsistent attendance in those classes. So we developed a way where instead of paying just when the client showed up, that the clients paid monthly for access to the classes, and whether or not they showed up was up to them. So she actually found her attendance did better after restructuring it this way. The clients were way more likely to come to class knowing that they were paying for it either way. She set it up as a recurring monthly payment that went right into her bank account. So her income wasn't being affected by this, oh, sometimes three people come to class, sometimes 15 people come to class, right? We got clear on her goals and we took the steps that we needed to get towards those goals. Not the steps that she thought she needed to get towards her goals because that's what everybody was telling her. Reels, 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 right? We got really clear on her goals. So what are your goals? What is the most important thing for you to be doing in your business based on your goals? Okay? If you want more customers, it doesn't really make sense to focus on going and getting a professional photo shoot do done, doing, you know, a logo, getting your branding beautiful. It's like beautiful branding doesn't bring you more customers. And, I, you know, I know there's people on Instagram who want to tell you that that's how it works. I'm here to tell you that's not how it works. The thing that will actually get you more customers is putting yourself out there, is talking about what you do. Can you do that on Instagram? Yes. Is that a tool to use to do that? Yes. Can you also do that with your friends and family? Yes. Can you do that out and about in the world, real world? Something we re- forget exists a lot of the time. Yes. Okay. Getting really, really, really clear on what your goals are. Now I'm going to kind of bridge into our second step here because once you know what your goals are, this is where where you need to know what matters the most, right? We need to prioritize your tasks. We need to figure out what in your task is going to get you towards that goal. And what's the priority? What's the starting point? What's the first thing that we can start with? So in the example, we were just talking about where, um, you know, maybe you want more customers and Maybe you feel like you need to focus on getting like a beautiful website set up and like a beautiful, you know, logo to go on that beautiful website and beautiful pictures of you to go on beautiful websites and you need them to be professional looking pictures. You couldn't just take them on your phone, right? This is where I see people get caught up in perfectionism, right? Instead of prioritizing what's, what's important and what actually freaking matters, you're getting yourself caught up in small tasks that make you feel good because you can check them off and be like, oh, yep, I got a pretty logo. Oh, yep. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can have everything beautiful. You can have everything branded. I have seen this go down so many times where people set up a beautiful branded website and Instagram and they've got the aesthetic and the feed and they're not making a fucking dime. Because if you don't have anyone to buy your products and if you're not talking about your products, none of that pretty crap matters. None of it matters. And for so many of you, it feels safer to sit behind your computer screen and hide and make images on Canva for 47 days than it does to open your mouth and say to somebody, hey, this is what I do. This is how I could help you. Sales is scary. Putting yourself out there is scary. You know what's not scary? Making logos, making pretty little images that can go on Canva. But you know what doesn't sell? Your pretty little Canva images. Everything could be beautiful and branded and perfect. But if you're not selling anything, it doesn't matter. You have wasted time. You have wasted energy, right? You need to focus on what's the most important. If that is getting customers, you need to open your mouth. You need to talk about what you're doing. You know, if you have a local business, you need to go to other similar businesses and you need to talk to them. When I was a massage therapist, I would go to every gym in the area, every CrossFit, every weightlifting gym, and I would give them my cards and I would offer the owner a free session. And you know what? As soon as their people were, Oh, a bad shoulder. Or my knee bothers me. They would send them to me. We would create, I would create this nice relationship, right? There's no amount of beautiful branded Canva images that could have replaced that relationship I created. But you know, what's scary. It's scary to walk into a gym where you don't know anybody and give out your information and ask for help. It's scary to ask that other business owner to refer people to you. It feels so much safer to hide behind our screens. And we, we convince ourselves that, oh, if it looks pretty enough, people will just buy it. Oh, if the website's nice enough, people are going to buy it. And we also, we look at other businesses and that's what we think we need to do because that's what they're doing. But we never know how well that business is doing. We never know how successful they're doing. And I can also tell you, you are oftentimes comparing your month three or four to their year three or four. Your beautiful branded website with the professional images can come. It can come, but it's not a priority. The person you are following on Instagram who has that beautiful feed and it all looks great probably has an entire team behind them. They probably built their business to the point where it is today that now they can focus on that beautiful branding. Now they can focus on those kind of fluffier tasks. Because they've done the hard work. They've done that initial work of getting the clients, right? Of getting the customers, of making sales, you know, whatever it is that you're, you're doing. Making the products, right? You can have a beautiful freaking website, but if you don't actually have any earrings made to sell, no one's going to buy it, you know? You can't sell anything. So watch where you're hiding behind tasks that feel safe. Tasks that you you convince yourself will be the key to bringing people into your business. What actually matters most? What are the steps that will get you there? Will a beautiful website actually get you more clients or customers? Like be real with yourself here. Will getting more clients or customers actually bring you more money if you have a full schedule? What are your goals? What are your specific goals? And what are the smaller steps that are going to get you there? Recently, I'm going to give you another story. Recently, we we have a great exercise to kind of help you through this within the Self-Employed Sisterhood. We have a resource that really helps you to break down your tasks into like smaller, more bite-sized, more manageable pieces. Because you know, it's really overwhelming having a business. So just helps to kind of like break those tasks down. Um, we recently did this exercise on one of our group calls and helped one of our clients prep for an upcoming craft fair. So she is doing, um, she, well, she was, it already happened. She was doing a craft fair and, um, you know, craft fairs haven't gone great for her in the past. She's enjoyed doing them, but she hasn't made a ton of money. And, um, this one felt good. This one felt really good. She felt like it was going to be a good group of people. She was really excited to do it. So that was her goal. That was her goal. We you know, we set goals every month in the in the self-employed sisterhood and we kind of shepherd you along and make sure you're working on those goals. And her goal for the month of November was to focus on getting ready for this craft fair. And she had a whole long list of what she needed to do. She needed to make all the products. She needed to, you know, wire the earrings. She needs to label all the products. She needs to decide the prices for all the products. She needed to get a display set up. She needs to know what that looks like. She needed to, let me see, my list is right here. Um, Iron the tablecloth, set up the table. She needs to cut some string. She needs to macrame some things, right? She had a whole list. Now, what on that list is actually important? So like, Maybe she needs to wire the earrings, but like she doesn't have the wire yet. So like her priority task is actually buying the wire. Like without the wire, she can't wire the earrings. So like nothing can happen until that happens. The labels and prices, like, okay, that's, that might stress her out. But until the pieces are made, labels and prices aren't going to do you any good. They're not really the most important thing. Tablecloth, super unimportant. Ironing the tablecloth sounds even less important, right? How can we take this task and break it down into smaller bite-sized bits? Because when she kept looking at her to-do list and she saw get ready for the craft fair, she was just like overwhelmed, like full overwhelmed. But when she looks at her to-do list and she sees, okay, buy wire, wire the earrings, um, cut the the string, macrame the, the pieces with the string. You know, wash the tablecloth, iron the tablecloth, labels, buy labels, write labels, decide prices. This gives her a jumping off point. This gives her things she can start with. Okay, let me start with buying the wire and cutting the string. Okay, now that that's done, I can start making the pieces. Once the pieces are done, I can get to labels. I can get to prices, right? It's it's all about prioritizing what needs to happen before the other things can happen and how can you break it down into smaller smaller tasks. Now we're moving into our step 3 here. I'm kind of bridging right into it because after you've one gotten clear on your goals, your goals, not everybody else's goals, your goals, and two, you've decided what matters the most. You've decided what's the most important. You've decided what's going to actually get you towards where you want to be. So step 3, you're going to cut out anything unnecessary. You're going to get rid of Anything that doesn't lead to your goals. What is on your list? What are you committed to in your life, in your business that does not lead to your goals? Get rid of it. Ironing the tablecloth seems very superfluous. If you don't have products to put on your freaking table, it doesn't matter how ironed that tablecloth is, right? That does not matter. Cut it out. Cross it off the list. It does not matter. Okay? Branding, like we just talked about. Having a beautiful logo. Um, having a beautiful website. Like if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't have customers or offers, none of that matters. None of that matters. That's just pressure. It's like pressure to be perfect pressure to, um, you know, have everything be perfect and right. It doesn't actually matter. Okay. So cut out anything unnecessary. And what in your personal life are you committing to that doesn't actually get you towards your goals? Did you say yes to that party you didn't want to go to? Did you say yes to that babysitting job that you actually didn't want to take, that's going to take away three or four hours you could be focusing on your business? What are you committed to that does not lead to your goals? And this is your official permission to get rid of it or delegate it, give it to somebody else. Um, you know, I know for a fact the client we're talking about, the craft fair, she hires a teenager to cut the string for her, for her macrame pieces. You know, go ahead, right? Delegate that. Get someone else to do that. Maybe you have so much to focus on here that you can't do the dishes or the laundry and you delegate that to a family member, right? Where can you cut out really unnecessary things? Um, and can you identify anything in your, in your list that isn't actually that important, that doesn't actually lead to your goals. And I'm going to give an example here because I see so many of you do this and it drives me batshit, drives me batshit crazy. And it's this like pressure to have everything be beautiful. Why do you feel like you're only worth You're like, why do you feel like your stuff is only valuable if it's like beautiful and branded? I'm here to tell you all of that is fluff. All of it is fucking fluff. If you are getting caught up in spending hours making Canva images, spending hours designing beautiful emails, you know, spending hours making your ebook, be the prettiest ebook ever, like you are wasting your time on fluff. Because I can tell you right now, you could spend hours on that ebook and not even sell any of it. Not even sell any of it. And it only takes a few times of doing this to look back and be like, well, that was freaking superfluous. Why did I think that that was so important? And all successful businesses that you talk to, anyone you talk to who's been succeeding in their business for a long time will look back and say, oh my God, the stuff I thought was important in the beginning, it's cute, right? It's funny. It's cute to think about how I worried about my logo. Like my logo was gonna sell coaching packages. Like people were gonna be like, you know what? That logo just tells me, mm, she knows her shit. Like it's fluff. None of it matters. None of it actually matters. And I have a perfect example for you. Um... And I you know I just I just want you to think about how this pressure to be like perfect and beautiful might be actually impacting your ability to get it done and get shit done. I have um two different sets of ebooks that I've purchased and um the first set I bought for uh, you know they're both about human design. The first set I bought, I paid a bit more for them, quite a bit more for them, I would say. And the eBooks are super branded. They have the, the woman I bought them from, they are super branded. They match all her colors. They match her theme. Um, They're like, if you look at these PDFs, they're just, they're really, um, they got a lot of pizzazz to them, right? A lot of color, a lot of this, a lot of patterns, a lot of splash of that. Um, Lots of her personality coming through. Quite honestly, and this is no offense to this person. Quite honestly, I find it distracting as a as a consumer, as a reader. Um it's a lot of fluff. Like when I open her p- PDFs, there's just a lot of fluff, um a lot of like I I and I can guarantee to you a lot of time was spent on these ebooks. Like um not only just writing the information, but like creating all this fluff. And honestly, I think the fluff detracts from the value that she's trying to deliver. Um I don't open them very often. I paid for them. They are in a desktop folder. I do not open them very often. Um, yeah. Haven't been a resource I've used that much. Okay. Right. And I could tell you, I'm sure lots of energy was expended on making these look as beautiful as they do. Now I have another ebook that I purchased for fraction of the price of the first ebook of discussion. And it's also about human designs, also a human design reference. It's, like a book. It's just words. She's got like a cutesy little, you know, I don't know if I have a thing here. She got like a cutesy little logo at the top and then it's just words and, you know, maybe like a little thing at the bottom, like a top and a bottom logo, like a watermark almost. Um, but otherwise, it's just words. It's just everything she has to say about the topic. And this ebook, I actually ended up ordering it and getting it printed and spiral bound. And Um, like with a little cover page on the front and back. And I, I have it as a book now. I use that ebook all the time, all the time. The information in there is so valuable. I use it all the time. And I can guarantee you, she spent way less time than the first person. She spent way less energy than the first person. And I got 8,000 times more value out of it. And oftentimes when we're in business, we put pressure on ourselves to like do this extra unnecessary fluff that doesn't actually achieve anything. Like that ebook didn't actually bring me any more value just because it looked pretty. It was just fluff. So where in your business are you focusing on things that are fluff? that might actually not make any difference, you know? um, Where are you focusing on things that aren't actually bringing you any business and don't actually make sense to have your energy and and your time put towards? Identify those. Cut them out. It is not getting you anywhere, right? It is just... It's part of this cycle of overwhelm that makes you feel frustrated and in over your head and like, you're never going to make it. And you're never going to do enough. Let things be easier. Let things be easier because there is a time later on down the road that you will be able to focus on the fluff and the fluff has a time and place. Okay. Now I'm several years in, I've had a business for four years. I've been coaching for two years you know, I have an assistant who does the fluff. She makes myself look beautiful. Okay. Because I can't be bothered. I don't have the time for that shit. My energy is potent and I'm not going to waste it on fluff. I'm not, I'm going to pay someone else to do the fluffing and I'll make it pretty. Right. But in the beginning, I wouldn't have worried about that at all. My first round of the self-employed sisterhood back when it was just the inner circle, I didn't have a website at all. I did not have it on the offer's at all on my website. I didn't have it written anywhere. I tossed the idea out on Instagram stories, literally put my face on the camera, tossed the idea out there, had a bunch of people say, yeah, sounds like something that would be awesome. Reached out to a handful of people who I knew, talked to them, signed them in. Most of them said yes to me with, before I ever gave them a price, before I ever told them what the program cost it. Okay? There was no fluff. I had nothing organized, I had nothing beautiful and branded, and it has been my most successful program out of all of the programs that I've done, out of anything that I've created. And then I also, on the same hand, last summer, I created an online course. All of the advice I was given in the online course world was to sell first and create after. Sell first, make sure you have a market for it, create it and drip it to your, to your people. But no, no, no. I didn't want to listen. Even though I'm preaching this to you right now, I did not want to listen. I spent two, three months, an entire summer, nose down in a computer, working on an online course, paying my team to help me create said online course. Um, yeah, I spent so much time, so much time on this course. And I was like, it's going to be beautiful. I'm going to launch it. It's going to be perfect. The sales are just going to roll in. Well, guess who launched that course? Only sold four of them and never even broke even. This girl right here. You know, the only reason I dove into that course was to busy myself. I had a slow summer. I didn't have a lot of clients on my roster. I wasn't making a lot of money. And what did I do? I spent all my time, energy, and the money I was spending on my my team creating something that wasn't a viable thing. It didn't actually get me anywhere closer to my goals. It it didn't do anything for me, right? And you know, I'm hoping to at some point reuse those things I created in in my new program in the Self-Employed Sisterhood. But it just goes to show like what can happen when you, when you don't focus on the right things. I spent so much time and energy on something that never brought me any money, never brought me any customers. And none of the customers who enrolled in the course actually spent their time, like actually did it. None of them actually even did the course to add insult to injury. So I'm really learning now to like prioritize what is the priority. To only do what's going to get me towards my goals. To only do what makes sense for what I'm looking to accomplish and what I'm looking to achieve. And, you know, sometimes you're just too close to it. Sometimes you're just clo- too close to your own business. You're too close to your own shit to see what you need to work on. And that's where having community is so important. Because a community can hold you accountable. They can see the gaps that you can't see, and they can help you to determine a plan to take those steps to move forward. In the self-employed sisterhood, we are constantly reiterating, what are your goals? What do you want to work on this month? What do you need to do to accomplish that? How is that going? Are you doing that? Here are spaces for us to make sure that you do that. Right? We're all about making sure that you are focusing on the right things so that your business is succeeding, so that your business is moving in the direction that you want it to. And you're not just following what you're seeing people doing on Instagram. I really hope that this information lands with you today. And I really hope you start to realize that knowing that you're focusing on the right things is so individual It so depends on you and it depends on your business and only you have the answer to those questions. And it takes, you know, really getting clear on that, getting clear on what you want to start taking those steps in the right direction. And I know that that's possible for you. I know that you'll feel so good when you know that you're focusing on the right things, when you're able to look at your to-do list and be like, yeah, okay, so this is clearly what I have to do. And that's something that we are more than happy to support you to do within the community. So if you are not already, make sure you get your name on the wait list. The doors open in January. We will be inviting in about 15 new women to join the community and to get the support, the knowledge, the insight, the accountability that you need to get you where you want to go, to move the needle, to get you towards those bigger goals. So don't sleep on this. We want to have you. I am personally inviting you to join us. Add your name to the wait list. Let me know if you have any questions. And as always, like If you need any support around this, my inbox is always open. Reach out to me on Instagram. Send me an email. I don't care. You know, let me know how we can support you. I'd love to chat about it. Um, And yeah, I would love to help you to know that you're focusing your time and energy on the right things because it makes business a whole hell of a lot stressful, a lot less stressful (laughs) when you know that you're focusing on the right things. Okay. This seems like I've talked long enough. I love you guys. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please reach out and get your name on the wait list for the self-employed sisterhood girl. You do not need to keep doing this alone. It is absolutely ridiculous. It's silly. Let us help you. Let us support you and let us hold you accountable. All right. I love you. We will see you next time.